Good morning. Uh, my name is Russ Peets. Um, I live with my family uh, north of Aberdeen, and we've been coming to Richland about seven years now. Um, first, I want to thank God, uh, my father, for opening my eyes to his plan of salvation through the work of his son, Jesus Christ. Uh, without that, uh, my life would be hopeless. I'm also very thankful for God's plan of marriage and the gift of my wife, Ginger. Um, I realize more and more each year how different God made us. Um, I'm also very thankful for forgiveness. Um, but one of the things that I've realized recently is that because we're different, I, I try to get things done and I'm always thinking ahead and, and my wife stops me because she lives more in the moment. And without that, I believe that I would miss so many things. I'm also thankful for the children that he has blessed me with. Um, I'm thankful especially to see the things that have come alongside us, uh, things like child evangelism fellowship, uh, things like uh, the youth programs at this church and the Bible studies, uh, the school that they attend. Uh, they go to a Rainbow Bible Ranch, and all these things have been, been present, and we've been fortunate enough to, uh, uh, to be able to take advantage of that. And, and I'm just thankful that, that those things exist, and it's not by chance that they exist. They, they exist because God ordained them, and then people were, um, the people were obedient and put those in the path of my family. I'm also thankful that I have another daughter who recently joined us uh, from China. And uh, with Mia, it's, it's been very, very interesting to, to learn about a different culture and, and to show a, her our culture and to maybe stop and think in a way that we wouldn't what our culture is and, and how we live and, and what we're showing her. Uh, and that has really been a, a great gift and a great blessing. Uh, we've been trying to explain to her how when winter starts in a month um, uh, that she'll need to be prepared. Uh, but, but it has really been a blessing to us, uh, to my girls and to both Ginger and I, uh, just to share with her um, our beliefs, our culture, and also to learn from her. Uh, lastly, I need to thank God for the Richmond Church. Um, because of the impact that it has had on my life uh, and on my family's lives. Uh, uh, the men in this church uh, and how they share of themselves. Um, I know some of you are reading a, a book right now from uh, Brian Hedges called Christ Formed in You. And there was a part of that as I'm starting this book that just really struck me. Because when God created... He said, let there be, and all of creation came into being, and it declares God's glory. But with you, he said, let us make man in our own image. And so each of you carries a piece of God within you, and it is distorted by sin, but every so often a glimmer of that occurs, and that is a great blessing, and I am very thankful to God that he has created you and all mankind because we do get to see that glimmer. Um, and that is just a joy.
I'm Sam Palmer. I'm the son of David and Carla Palmer, and I live a mile south and a mile east of the church, and I've been attending Richland my whole life. I'm incredibly blessed and thankful to be here today to share and speak of what Christ has done for me and my family. He has blessed me with the most loving and caring parents that a kid could ask for. They're always there for me and to push me to be the best man that I could possibly be. I'm also thankful for my brother, Corey. We fight and argue a lot, but at the end of the day, we know we love each other. I'm also incredibly thankful for the school that I attend. I wouldn't be the person that I am today if it wasn't for the school that I go to and the Christian education I receive and growing closer to Christ every single day with my classmates and teachers. I'm all, lastly, I am incredibly thankful for this church and the people that attend this church. Is I thank all of you for the love and support that you guys have shown me over the years, and I am beyond blessed, and thank you. My name is Jack Couchy, and I've attended this church, uh, church for about uh, 15 years unfaithfully. And that's what, I'm faithful, that's what I'm thankful for, his faithfulness to me and my family. Sorry about this, but I prayed about it and I thought about it, and I was hoping no one would steal my thunder on this one because it's obvious. Um, pastor talked about a couple sermons about our forefathers before us. And my wife and I have many, many times been driving home from church and saying how the reason why we know Christ today is because of my grandparents, my mother, my father, those who came before me, who prayed for us. And I've got a couple examples of Christ's faithfulness to my life and to people that I know. Um, so I'll give you a little example. Um, like I say, I've been very unfaithful to Christ, but he's been faithful to me. And one of the things is, if you look, I believe we can move the hand of God by being faithful to him by through prayer. Um, it says, all are called, but few are chosen. How does God choose those people? Are we the widow that goes to the judge every day and says, hey, dear God, touch this man's life. I'll bring him to know you. Are, are we doing that? Are we asking Christ and God before the judge? And he's a faithful judge, unlike the one in the Bible, who, when we come to him, he hears our prayers. And I believe we can move the hand of God. Um, like I say, I've never been really faithful to Christ. He has really turned my life around lately by showing me things that I guess I didn't realize myself. Um, I had a was suffering from, I didn't know what it was. I was having dizzy spells and uh, came to find out that I actually had some West Nile. But in the interim, we'd gone to several doctors. They couldn't figure it out. I was starting spots on my legs. No one was quite sure what was going on. And I went to a neurologist. And uh, I had a CAT scan on my brain. And several years ago, back when I was in my teens, I was in a car accident and had a uh, head injury, a severe head injury. In fact, I didn't realize how severe it was until I came out of a coma and my mom was sitting there and she asked me, what do you want, Jack? What do you want? And I motioned I wanted a piece of paper. So I wrote down water on there. She got up cried and bawling and left. I never got the water. I didn't figure it out till afterwards that the doctors had actually given me a 10% chance of being a normal person. Now, my wife will say I'm not normal, but <laughs> to the rest of the world, I am. But the doctor in Aberdeen came into the, into the room and he said to me, he goes, oh, you got to see this. Oh, man, I can't believe this. you got to see this. And I thought, okay, brain tumor, how much longer do I have? What's going on? 
And uh, he went through the CAT scan, which, or the MRI, which shows little waves of it. And basically, I've got about two-thirds of my brain left. Now, the only reason why I'm here today is because I had grandparents, I had churches, I had my family were praying for me. They moved the hand of God for my life. And when that happened, I saw that, I realized what happened to me and what God had done for me. And if you think that not praying for somebody, oh, I'll just go over it. All you have to do before the Lord is say, dear God, I bring him into your presence Because there's no better place to be than his presence. My son Kyle was on patrol one night, just less than a year ago, and uh, a header came off a trailer, hit his patrol car, and tines broke off and came through the car, hit him in the face. Everybody says he's lucky. Luck had nothing to do with it. It was the hand of God. And I believe it's because he has uncles, cousins, a grandmother, and myself, and, and my wife, that, that continually, Lord, have your hand on him. Lord, touch him. That's all it takes. You don't have to sit on your knees for hours. It's, Lord, I bring him to you. Before your presence. And like I say, the Bible says... All are called, but few are chosen. How does he choose those people? It's because someone prays for him. Someone says, God, save this man. Save this woman. Lord, touch this man. Touch this woman. That's all it takes. And i got to say, the word faithfulness means more to me now than... In fact, that's the first thing that came out of my, my mind when, when I was uh, approached about talking. Is What am I thankful for? Boy, I'm thankful for my family and my job and my and uh, for Christ, but what does Christ and God do for me? Their faithfulness. Because what his word says is true. And if we can't rely on that, we have nothing. And though I have been unfaithful, God has been faithful to me. And I'm ashamed of that, that I have been unfaithful. And though I'm still not the perfect person I need to be, God is moving me towards that. He works in my life every day. He brings things up to me. And we need to be I need to be more faithful in reading his word and spending time with him and bringing people, family members, strangers on the street. God, touch that man. God, touch that woman. Because we can move the hand of God, and we know it, because the Bible says that if, if a widow will come before an unjust judge, what more will he do for those who he loves? So we come to him, and we bring things to him, and we can change, we can move his hand for people's lives. So what I'm thankful for is his faithfulness to me. I'm thankful for the faithfulness of the church, too, because both my boys know Christ because of the pastor's faithfulness to the congregation. And uh, not anything I did. It's because they, the church came and picked up my kids every Wednesday night, brought them to church. They learned about Christ. They accepted Christ. And it's nothing that I did. It was God's faithfulness, and it was a faithfulness of the church following through on what he, he wants them to do. So be thankful for, i seen all the kids up here today, and I thought, man, think of all the kids today that have the opportunity to know Christ is their Savior and that their lives are changed eternally because of the faithfulness of the church and because of God's faithfulness to us. Now, I didn't go over five minutes, and I know that was kind of scattered, but 
I'm scared to death. So <laughs> thank, thank you for the faithfulness of this church, and thank you for God's faithfulness to us. My name is Jackie Stewart, and I live with my family near Chelsea. It is good to pause and think about what I'm thankful for, and it's good to give thanks in public, even though it's not something that we would choose. (laughs) Um, I'm thankful for many things. I'm very thankful for the gift of my husband, Joel, and the gifts of my daughters, Julia and Jesse. I'm thankful for friends who challenge and encourage me in my faith. I'm thankful for health. I'm thankful for having everything I need. I'm thankful for our women's Bible study and for this church. But what I want to most give thanks for this morning is for second chances. I am incredibly thankful that at the age of 19, God opened my eyes and he changed my eternity from hell to heaven and he changed the trajectory of my life. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. And he gives me second chances every single day. I have this desire in me to be like Jesus. I want to show Jesus to my children, and I want to show Jesus to those around me. And every day I start out with the best intentions. But no matter my intentions or how hard I try, I fail. Again and again. Impatience, unkindness, words spoken out of a quick temper, out of anger. Days and minutes lived not to God's glory, but to my own selfishness. And I am simply thankful that God gives me second chances. Mercy every day. He gives me second chances and third chances, 50 chances and thousands upon thousands of chances. Lamentations 3 says, The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning, and might I say every minute. Great is your faithfulness. And Hebrews 10.14 says, For by a single sacrifice he has perfected for all time those who are being sanctified. So today I want to give thanks. I want to say that I am grateful that at the cross Jesus purchased my forgiveness, my ultimate redemption, and he purchased the countless second chances that I receive daily as I fight this fight of faith and as I strive to be more like Jesus. My name is Glenn Bitts. I guess I don't have to look at my notes for that. Uh, 
I live in the Bath area, and I've been attending here just a little short of four years. What I'm very thankful for is the 26 years I had with my wife, Peggy, the 20 years that I had with my daughter, Miranda, and my other three children that I have with me uh, for their lives in my life. I'm so thankful. You know, I could say that I wish I would have never been married, I would have never had Miranda. Absolutely not. I am absolutely tickled that they were in my life and that we worship a God of, that is in our circumstances and ordains things, even if I totally don't understand some of this, but this is the God that we worship and want to be with for eternity. It's interesting how God, when he first created man, that he created him out of dust. He went ahead and knelt down and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And I'm so glad that throughout all these years that he opened my eyes to his truth, his word, his way of life. And it is an ongoing journey in this broken world. He's showing me in his grace, and I'm glad he doesn't show it to me all at once, my sin, my brokenness, and how I fall short and inadequate in this life. In his grace, he's showing me the forgiveness that he has, the great love that he has, and teaching me how to love him because how he loves me. Loving me that Jesus Christ died for my sins while I was his enemy, putting the wrath on Jesus Christ that I so much deserve, and letting me walk away from that. He's showing me how dependent I absolutely need to be on him. Even though as people we can do amazing things. God gives us the, the ability, the talent, the gifts to do these things. Let me give you a little example. The USS Dwight D. Eisenhower is an aircraft carrier. And it has two anchors, and each anchor weighs... 60,000 pounds, that's 30 tons, just the anchor. Each chain link weighs 365 pounds. That, wow. And together with that anchor, with the, the length of chain, weighs 735,000 pounds. Now, that to me is impressive. Those, those are figures that are just astronomical to me. But you know what? as impressive as they are, and they are, what really impresses me is Jesus Christ fashioned, formed the earth, put the oceans in their place for us as man to put our anchor in, physically. But Jesus Christ is our anchor, and we can be part of that chain link, latching on to him, and forever be there in that anchor. So wherever that anchor goes, that's where we are. We don't want to be anywhere else because when we're with Jesus Christ, we're everything that we can be and growing into it. In 1 John, in this brokenness, he tells me that 
And this is the testimony that God gave us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son does not have life. I write these things to you who believe, so that you may know that you have eternal life. And even though sometimes I just absolutely don't understand some of the things that are going on in my life, this is a promise I can rest assured. It doesn't depend on me if I understand it or not. It depends on me believing in God. And what really tickles me is that Jesus Christ, having paid for every one of my sins, that when I reach that time, seeing him face to face, that for the rest of eternity, those scars on his hands, on his feet, are there for me to see all the time for Jesus Christ being my Savior for what he did for me, but not, not only for me, for everybody who wants to be with Christ. My name is Jeff Larson. Um, I'm married to my amazing wife, Melissa, and I have two wonderful boys, Wyatt and Cody. Um, we live in Warner and uh, have been attending church here now for a little over eight years. When Pastor Jason uh, asked me to get up here and uh, talk, I told him I wasn't sure if I really had anything to say. Um, times have been challenging this this past year, both in the workplace and in the personal life, and uh, has really joined, has really stolen a lot of joy in my life. And and so, when he asked, I I was very unsure of coming up here. He told me that that must, might be a reason why I need to assess things and to pray about it, and uh, I might find out the things that I am thankful for, and you were right. Thank you. Um, that right there uh, is so comforting to me. The fact that, that Pastor Jason knows me well enough and cares about me to know when to challenge me and to push me along, and just... Just the sheer thought that, that I know that, that he prays for me uh, w was just so encouraging. Not only does that apply with Pastor Ron and Pastor Jason, um, but with the men of, of Richland as well. I'm truly thankful for the men's ministry here at the church. If some of you were lucky enough to attend the last re men's retreat with Andrew Knight, you know how wonderful weekend that was. And as good as it was that Andrew Knight had, had things for us as, as husbands and as fathers, that, that's not what I'm going to take back with me. It's not what I'm going to remember for the rest of my life um, or hold on to. It, it, it was the, the moments after the sessions. It was the, the times that I got to visit with the men and uh, uh, have the topics that were challenging and also um, uh, encouraging um, and, and truly sincere. 
If you have not taken the time to attend one of these events, I, I, I encourage you to do so. Um, I encourage you to come to these events openly and, and heartfully and, and really connect with some of these men. You'll find they're, they're just some awesome men in this church. When I was a boy, some of you might know uh, that I uh, had lost my father to suicide. I spent a lot of years wandering lost, searching for guidance of what a man should be. My mom took me to church, but the church was always filled with, with other moms and children, and I never really felt that that's where men go on Sundays. I thought Sundays were a place for men to enjoy sports and and other uh, 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 rest. Um, so I blew off the importance of church. When I finally came to be a Christian, I knew I needed to go to church to get fed the word and was happy to do so. However, it was still a struggle to know what a man should look and act like because there were so few to choose from and to get close to. To see the men gather with their families and connect with other members is always so inspiring. Um, I, I sometimes get lost for words when I see another member come up to the front and lay hands on a hurting member. I'm very thankful for that. I'm thankful that, most importantly, that my boys get to see that. I, uh, I want them to know that that's what a man should look like. That it is their role as a husband and to lead their families in the Christian faith. And it is very important to connect with other Christians, to lean on them in times of need, and to support them in their times of need. As a husband, I work hard. To, and as a husband and father, I work hard to meet my family's financial needs. However, that's not what I want to leave behind to them. I want them to know that I love them and that I place God and others before me. I'm not afraid to fall on my knees, fold my hands, and bow my head no matter where I'm at. And I want them to know that I am headed uh, to heaven when, when I leave this world and that they will be able to join me someday. I'm not sure I can do that alone. It is my sinful nature that might get the better of me if I don't surround myself with a community of other Christians that fight for the same things and who truly love God. Thank you, Pastor Ron and Pastor Jason, for the leadership that you provide, for the encouragement and the prayers. Thank you to the men of Richland, who also provide so much uh, wisdom and knowledge and encouragement. Thank you to the whole congregation for welcoming my family and all your support. It really means a lot to us. Turns out I have a lot to be thankful for.